This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for March 2nd, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Today is the last Sunday of the season after Epiphany. Um, it's the Sunday immediately preceding the beginning of Lent. And so every year we read from one of the Gospels this Transfiguration on the Mount story. I mean, it could be from any of the Gospels because it's not all of them, but we rotate through them yearly. And so we come to this story where they go to the mountaintop, but to really understand it, you have to get some of the context of it. And the context is this. Six days earlier, it says, uh, they were in Caesarea Philippi, um, which is in the north country, and that was where Jesus had asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? And Peter had said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God, by which he got his name Peter, which means the rock. Um, and he says, and I tell you, on this rock I will build my church. And so Peter, now having been appointed pope um, forever, um, says, you know, oh good. And then Jesus begins to teach them about what is about to happen. He'll be going to Jerusalem where he will suffer and turned over to his enemies, suffer and then die on the cross. And Peter, being the Pope, now that he's in charge, says, God forbid it, Lord. And then Jesus immediately rebukes him by calling him Satan. He tells him to get behind him. So that's sort of the background for what's happening here. So you can imagine that that wasn't the best day for Peter altogether. I mean, on the one hand, he gets a great promotion. On the other hand, he gets slapped down, you know, within a few minutes of each other. And so apparently the next six days, they stayed in Caesarea Philippi. Because it says that Jesus took um, some of them up to the top of the mountain. Now, Caesarea Philippi sits at the base of Mount Hermon. And, and so they obviously went up that mountain to the top. And Jesus asked his three closest friends, uh, Peter, John, and James, uh, to go with him. Sometimes they're called the Three Stooges, um, but they, they all went up there. And so in Mark, it tells us an interesting tidbit that's not in Matthew. It says that Jesus went up and asked them to pray with him. And and then it goes on to say, but their eyes were heavy and they couldn't stay awake. Does that remind you of anything? Yeah, it's going to happen again. These guys seem to have a real problem with praying. Every time they start praying, they fall asleep. It seems to happen a lot. And so there they are, and suddenly something apparently woke them up. And it was this bright whiteness. And um, the word here, it says that Jesus' face shone forth with whiteness, and that his clothes were transformed into dazzling white. Now, does somebody's face glowing remind you of anyone? Moses, why did his face glow? Yeah, because he'd wanted to see God face to face. And it, what did God tell him when he wanted to see his face? You may remember? You'll die if you see my face. So God showed him his backside, which was the first mooning that we have recorded in history um, from anybody. And so Moses comes down and his face glows so much that people make him wear a veil because the glory of God shines forth from him so much, even from God's backside, that it, you know, it's too much to bear to, to look upon. And so, but then it says that his clothes were dazzling white. Now, the word that's used here that, that talks about the, the white, sometimes it's translate, translated as white as light, but it's the same way that, that the Greeks would describe lightning. 
know, it's that kind of flash and sudden brightness um, that, that really overcomes you. And, and so obviously that got their attention. And Peter, being that he's Peter, has learned some things in the past week. One, don't argue with the boss. You know, because the boss is always right, so don't tell him he's wrong. But he's decided he's going to make amends. And so while they're standing there, he suddenly notices that they're standing in front of him were Jesus and Moses and Elijah. Moses, the, the giver of the law, Elijah, the greatest of the prophets who never died, um, carried up you know, to heaven in a chariot, and, and they're standing there. It says they were talking. I always love those verses in Scripture. It doesn't tell us what they were talking about. Wouldn't you love to know what they were chatting about? Yeah, how things going? You know, I suspect that Moses and Elijah said, see, I told you it wouldn't be as easy down here as you thought it was going to be. <laughs> These people were a pain. Um, but we have no idea what they're talking about. But at any rate, they're talking. And then Peter gets a bright idea. And being Peter, he never lets a thought enter his head that doesn't come out of his mouth. And so he immediately begins to inform Jesus that he's going to help him. This is an interesting novel thought. We're going to help God. But he says, Lord, it's really good for you that we're here. Don't you wonder what Jesus thought at that moment? It's probably like, oh no, what's he going to do now? And so he says, if you would like, we could build you, at, sometimes it's translated three booths, in this case it's three dwellings. Um, really, the word skene is, um, it means a tent, and it's, it's the word that they used for the tent of meeting, where the Ark of the Covenant was kept in the, um, in the tablets of God, because so, the presence of God itself resided in the tent of meeting. And so it's the same word. We're going to build two shrines, if you will, so that God can be enshrined here so that we can come anytime, you know, and, and, and chat with you and do well. Now, Peter thinks this is a really good idea because after all, I mean, he got it straight from scripture. It's an Old Testament idea, so it must work well. And in one of the funnier lines of scripture, all of a sudden, it says, while he was still saying this, that's what's amazing about it. It wasn't after he said this, it was while he was saying it. A bright cloud overshadows them, and a voice is heard booming from the cloud, this is my son, the beloved, with whom I'm well pleased, listen to him. Which you could paraphrase in modern language of God the Father saying, Peter, shut up and listen. Because <laughs> Peter's just barging right in, 